four ordinary guys with extraordinary ideas for Disney parks. This is Main Street Musings. The experimental podcast of tomorrow. Welcome back to Main Street Musings, the experimental podcast of tomorrow. I'm Eric, and with us today we have the wildest ride in the wilderness, Brock Gabbert. Howdy! We have a goat with a stick of dynamite in its mouth, Jake. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And we have seats that are just uncomfortable enough for you to notice it throughout the ride and make your experience just a little worse, but you still love it at the end, Tanner. Howdy. <laughs> yeah, Tanner makes me uncomfortable, but I love him in the end. Yeah, that's... he does. But to be fair, I think the goat with the dynamite in his mouth would have worked for Tanner, too, because it's like, oh, shit, what's it going to do? Like, are we going to get through this OK? Or is he just going to fuck everything up and kill us? Like, there's like, you know, it's mostly harmless, but there's just enough danger. where you're like, Yeah, yeah, that fits Ugh. Tanner, I think. I don't know if I should invite you to my nephew's birthday party, you know. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you that did not pick up on it today, we will be talking about the classic attraction, Big Thunder Mountain. Uh, And we're bringing back one of our favorite, and by our, at least I mean me, I don't know, uh, favorite styles of episodes where we will be destroying Big Thunder Mountain, making it as bad as we possibly can. It has been four and a half months since we last did a Destroy episode, so I think for any new listeners that we have gained, we should do a quick overview of exactly what that means. Yeah, I think for us, too, because we think we've ended on two different things. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) So um, I guess the way I think of it is essentially... Uh, Sometimes in Disney history, there have been times where the company has ordered the Imagineers to update an existing ride and usually theme it to something that fits one of their new properties that they're trying to push. And a lot of times it's not good. It makes the ride worse. So the way I think of it is we have we are trying to essentially take a classic Disney ride like we're the Imagineers and we've been given a, a crappy theme to try to make work. But for us, it's fun to come up with how crappy we can make that theme be. Yeah, I see. I err on the side of, especially as the one who brings the most ridiculous shit all the time, <laughs> to err on the side of, like, we choose the worst and make it work, as opposed to we choose the most salvageable of the ideas. Um, because that's giving it to us way too easy. And... I, I think out of both experiences, we had a lot more fun talking about uh, quantum spaghetti noodles. <laughs> I don't know. I had a blast talking about the Haunted Mansion film. I don't know about all of you, but I can't imagine a world where I don't have a blast talking about it. Well, I'm just going to say, uh, this is where Eric and I differ in philosophy. Uh, I think I just prefer to vote for the one that I want to talk about the most. It might be the worst one. It might be the best one, but I just want to vote sure, for yeah, I guess what I'm going to enjoy. That's, that's fair. Because but sometimes landed last time. what the worst one is, is not going to be fun to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to challenge your assumptions on that today. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. It's been a while since Daddy's wanted episodes. So let's go. <laughs> 
So before we start destroying Big Thunder, let's establish what exactly it is for anybody out there who may not recall exactly what Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness, Jake. (laughs) Would anybody like to jump on this? It's a roller coaster. You're welcome. Yeah, it's one of (laughs) Disney's few roller coasters, uh, and I think one of two in the Magic Kingdom. Um, Three now, but yeah, it was two for a long time. Fake oh, fan. Dwarf Mine Train. Do you guys consider the Matterhorn a roller coaster? Yeah, yeah, but that's Disneyland. It, it is technically a gravity roller coaster. Okay, well, since I think of Disney, that it would have been three in Disneyland for a yeah. long time. Yeah, and there's yeah. three in Magic Kingdom right now, and then they're adding the Tron one, which will be number four. What's the third in Magic Kingdom? I just said the Dwarf Mine Train. Oh, right, right, right. Anyway, so it is one of the few roller coasters in the Magic Kingdom. It is in Frontierland. It is themed to the Old West. Uh, The idea is that you're in sort of a crazy mine train, which is a classic concept for a ride. Um, But on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, it is, I think, perfectly executed, better than any other ride of that style and theme has been that I've ever seen. Yeah, I have to agree. And they've really gotten into the lore with it recently by adding characters in the queue and this whole story of Big Thunder Mesa and this uh, paranormal natural disaster, which you can ride the ride and have no idea what's going on. But if you want to explore the lore of Big Thunder Mountain, I encourage you to. It's uh, quite interesting. I also like that the Gabbard siblings just uh, stepped in and said that they know enough to unequivocally say that Big Thunder Mountain is the best uh, minecart coaster in the world. Best <laughs> yeah. I have experienced in the world. Yeah, Eric. I said the best okay. I've experienced, but also, uh, I, also I, I would argue that what Brock meant was the world of Disney, the Disney world. Eric, my metric for how good a ride is is how well is it themed. Um, and then the one on one final note, not that this should affect any of our pitches, but um specifically it's based on the wild west but big thunder mountain was designed to look like bryce canyon in utah and if you look up bryce canyon you'll go oh yeah that looks exactly like big thunder mountain they really nailed the theming on that so kudos imagineers specifically tony baxter (laughs) like so the the mechanics of the red itself are i think pretty dated i think it's excellently themed it's a little bumpy it's a little uncomfortable. The the thrills kind of age out a little bit, but like it's a classic and we all love it. Well, I mean, it was built in the late 70s. You know, yeah. it's old. It's old. And, yeah. And it's, you know, but it hasn't lost its charm by no. any means. Oh, it will today. Uh, but, it, <laughs> but that's the hope, right? Like that's that we want it to lose its charm. <laughs> Because fuck Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. <laughs> well, and on that note, I think we should dive into our pitches for how we will destroy the classic Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Eric, who's well, starting us off today? Well, if you're so excited to get us into that section of the episode, Jake, why don't you get us going? I, I really wasn't. <laughs> but sorry. I mean... The random number generator has chosen you, Jake Gabbard, to start us up. Oh, well, what a coincidence. Well, so I have decided that I am putting myself in the shoes of the Disney company in 2004 when they were getting ready to release one of the largest budgeted films they had ever done. Oh, no. And I am talking, of course, about the 2004 version of The Alamo 
starring uh, Billy Bob Thornton as Davy Crockett. You know, Disney has lots of roots tracing back to Davy Crockett, and they have that classic song, Davy, Davy Wait, Crockett. who did you say played Davy Crockett? Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton was in that movie? He played oh, I saw Davey it in, like, 2005. God, at first, I thought you were talking about the Lone Ranger, and I was like, no, Jake, it's 2021. No, no. We can't talk about okay. that level of appropriation on this kid. <laughs> Don't worry, Eric. I, Jake, would not bring up the Lone Ranger on this podcast. Yeah, because Jake's not a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> My thought is that it was 2004. This was one of the biggest budgeted films that Paramount or not Paramount uh, Disney had done at the time, especially under Touchstone, and they anticipated it to be amazing. And it is widely regarded as one of the biggest box office flops of all time. But I like to think that back in 2004, Disney would have pushed the Imagineers to make Big Thunder Mountain into an Alamo themed ride and we could have great moments of, first of all, I know the Alamo's in Texas and the rides based on Utah. I don't care. We're going to take all the rocks from the ride. And we're going to make it look like the Alamo. So you're riding your roller coaster through the Alamo, watching animatronics of the Mexican soldiers from Santa Ana's army slaughter, beloved characters such as Davy Crockett and Jim Bowie and William Travis. And the ride can end with the finale of Davy Crockett standing on the roof of the Alamo and sadly playing his violin violin as we see uh, in the movie that's the way the movie ends uh, more details on that in the question section that's my yeah pitch. you know everyone's favorite characters jim Bowie and william travis those are historical I know, characters but like everyone is not you and i when we were children jake <laughs> wow so much of who you guys are just came into much clearer focus <laughs> yeah we were obsessed with the alamo for some reason yeah, we were we we were really into the Alamo when we were little. <laughs> All right, next up we have the other Gabbert Tanner. I was about to say twin, <laughs> and then I looked at both of you. I on take the screen offense and I'm to like, that. Yeah, I would never do that to Jake. <laughs> I I don't know why I come here week after week for this. <laughs> we don't either. We stopped inviting you months ago. <laughs> You know that this literally to our to our listeners is let's listen to a podcast where three people bully one guy who only kind of deserves it. Brock, I think you deserve it more than you think. Shout, shout out to my buddy Tim, who has been listening to our podcast. He told me that our, his favorite part of the podcast is when we bully Brock. Cool. <laughs> I've had the opposite feedback from a lot of people, but maybe that's just... And by a lot of people, you mean our mom and dad. <laughs> Brock, I think you're supposed to be making a pitch instead Brock, of whining. I oh, I forgot. I'm it sorry was... if you're feeling no, sad. No, I, just, I was just waiting. <laughs> I was waiting for the bullying to stop. Honestly, use this energy. It's never going to stop. To make Big Thunder as sad as you can. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's going to be difficult because my pitch <laughs> I cannot is wait. a rip rocking roller coaster of a time. Uh, that is the Lone Ranger 2013. Oh, my God. Everyone's favorite Hollywood stars, the completely <laughs> uncontroversial. Army Hammer, and obviously everyone's favorite Native American actor, Johnny Depp. Uh, I say Native American (laughs) because when he was cast as Tonzo, he told the media that he was, I think, Native Native American, my great grandma or something, probably. I think so. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> so we are going to experience the story of the Lone Ranger film throughout the course of this ride. Uh, I'm going to make a lot of really fun changes. We're going to add all the fun family elements from the film, such as the uh, the prostitute played by Helena Bonham Carter, um, the uh, the villain, the villainous Butch Cavendish, who of course at one point eats the Lone Ranger's brother's heart in a children family oh. movie. Um, and a lot of other wonderful things. And I think the best way to experience this story is the way that we first experienced it in cinemas when everyone ran out, had Lone Ranger fever. Uh, I'm going to slow the story <laughs> down to its original runtime of two and a half hours. <laughs> so I think there's a lot we can discuss about this later, but that's my, that's my pitch. But also... <laughs> I just wanted to point out that this is a movie featuring cannibalism and Army Hammer, but not cannibalism by Army Hammer. That's all. All oh, right. The social network, yeah. Are you guys not aware of the Army Hammer? No, cannibal I thing? am. Okay. <laughs> is Army Hammer a cannibal, so, or do I need to yeah. wait to the Q&A section for that? We can wait till the Q&A section. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm confused about okay. the reference as well. Uh, yeah, Lock I'm, it in. Dibs on first question in the q and That's section. fine. That's fine. But yeah, I would like an explanation. Oh, I can't believe you guys don't know. Yeah. No, I'm not, not going to Google it in between because I want to hear firsthand. I want the people to hear me and Jake yeah. get our first impressions of Army Hammer, comma, cannibal. Yeah. Um, cool. I like your pitch, Brock. I'm sorry that we make fun of That's you. That's all right. It'll probably happen again before the end. What? Of the I'm I, I'm so surprised. Honestly, it's probably <laughs> happened once before in the episode that you don't know about, but like we can't, I can't be held responsible for that because you were frozen. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. you would know about it already. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I'm up next. Wait. Hold on. Uh, while we're on the topic of Brock getting bullied, let's not forget he's still the one who compared me to Hitler on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and is the one to say, I guess all of your pitches have problems, but the one I'm most excited about is this one. Okay, so- wait. No, I was saying, okay, that was on the Brock, episode Brock, where we you were stop. bringing we have a time back, limit today. and the whole point Brock, was that they had problems. We have a time limit today. We need to keep pitching, Brock. <laughs> So I am up next. Um, I thought, so obviously in recent years since Disney acquired the Marvel franchise, there's been a bit of Marvel fever around everything. And we all know that it was a very big deal when Disney was able to successfully pry the character of Spider-Man from the hands of the evil Sony Corporation. (laughs) Um, So, uh, the character Spider-Man has been on a bit of a journey the last 20 years or so. And I think the apparatus that is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is a great place to take us through Spider-Man's best adventure that he's had recently. And we're going to make it into Spider-Man the Musical, The Experience. (laughs) (laughs) So the the entire insides of the mountain will be changed into uh, costumes and animatronics 
from the original Broadway musical Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Um, the lift will take us through the, the first act of the show where Spider-Man defeats Green Goblin. And everybody's all like, yeah, you did the thing. And then it has like a weird montage of him like fighting Carnage. and shit. It was very, very strange. And then the rest of the ride is going to be a bumpy tour uh, kind of talking about the it's going to be weird because there's going to be elements of talking about the production where somebody like literally died. And then there's going to be parts of it going through the story of Act Two where Arachne, the spider woman, comes down to steal a bunch of shoes. And then that's okay. going to be, and, and then all with, I want Toby Maguire to narrate. He's going to take over the, the, the voice of the guy who says, wow, this ride in the universe or wilderness and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so it's Spider-Man turn off the dark, the musical, the experience. All right. Nice. Thank you. Been waiting my whole life for that. <laughs> beautiful all right so when we got this assignment i began scrolling through disney plus please give us money for whatever i thought was the best property to connect to big thunder mountain and i found the perfect one diary of a wimpy kid my idea for this <laughs> ride is to get very meta jake has already mentioned that the design of Big Thunder Mountain is based on real canyons. So what if instead of a old abandoned minecart ride, this is now the Hefley family taking their RV down through a tour of the canyons. We get all of our favorite <laughs> characters, Greg and his best friend, Rowley. <laughs> and of course, his always troublesome brother, Roderick, trying to advertise for his uh, band loaded diaper by spray painting on some of the rocks. I just think what better way to just shit on one of the <laughs> one of Tony Baxter's crowning achievements in life than having the words loaded diaper spray painted onto. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Thunder of Mountain. Course. So that's my pitch. Thank nice. you. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Boys, and I say this affectionately, those are some real shit pitches. Aw, thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah, they are. Way to bring it today, guys. Way to bring yeah. it. Way to keep the bar nice and low so that we all have something to shoot for. <laughs> well, on that note, Eric, I think you had a question to ask. I do. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, thank you. I couldn't have said it better myself. All right. So... In January 2021, multiple women uh, came forward with allegations of abuse against Army Hammer. Um, oh, God. One of, one of his former girlfriends uh, I didn't know said that. that he would tell her often that he wanted to eat her flesh, and if she ever got a cut, he would suck on it. Um, and oh. then another of his former oh girlfriends, who he branded uh, with his initials, uh, <laughs> told her that... He, he, he kept trying to uh, convince her to get her lower ribs surgically removed so he could eat them. Oh. So I've been, you know, that's a good, that's, I'm glad I learned this because I had been wondering randomly the other day, like, where is our Army Hammer? He was poised to do some I things. I liked him a lot. Glad he's not. Uh, he's good and stuff, but uh, not in life. Glad he's not doing it. Yeah. yeah, no, it doesn't seem like he's yeah. good. All right. He then. was he was very good in the social network. Of all the things very we've good. done, 
I, I'm so happy that this is going to be the first episode of Main Street Musings that needs to come with a trigger warning beforehand because <laughs> because of the out of nowhere what the f- army hammer discussion in the middle of the Big Thunder Mountain episode. <laughs> well, somebody right, earlier in the show called out wow it'd be weird if somebody did a lower ranger picture of this um problematic in more ways than you could have ever dreamed of when you mentioned that eric yeah i know i didn't even i didn't even know army ever allegedly 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 wants to eat people okay army hammer who allegedly wants to eat people i mean his publicist dropped Um, him as a client so our the publicist isn't going to come after us at least (laughs) (laughs) all right who else has questions i have a question (laughs) on that note uh my question is for eric um in keeping with spider-man the musical exactly how many stunt performers do you plan on dropping on the guests Uh, (laughs) the hope is like five per okay (laughs) five to eight you got to keep them guessing yeah, I mean, there's so the, no, it's five. Each one has an understudy. The understudies have not been told if they're going on or not, so sometimes they randomly just jump and do it anyways. Mm. <laughs> okay, you know. of course. Yeah. So Tanner, <laughs> yes, uh, I apologize if this was something you addressed. I, I when you were talking about all of the wacky things going on, I kind of lost track. Is, what is the narrative? Through is there a narrative through line? Yeah, to your the, basically the Hefley family is packing up their RV with all of us and these beloved characters to go tour the okay. canyons. Okay, Bryce Canyon. I, I missed that first part of that. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. So I would you be changing that. the trains into little RV vehicles? Yes. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess are the are the Hefleys in the cart with us are there like animatronic hefleys that we're riding next to i think we do voice over of them uh like throughout the ride we can hear it because we also want to see animatronics of our beloved family throughout the ride right so maybe we have mom and dad up front uh driving (laughs) the rv as animatronics and then we see the kids up to some wacky stuff going on (laughs) especially roderick who is the antagonist of the ride of course, of Absolutely. course. What's the baby's know. name? I forget. Manny. Manny. Yeah, Manny. That's right. That is an IP that I am not particularly familiar with. I'm shocked. Well, it was a series of books, and then 20th Century Fox made them into movies, mm-hmm. and then Disney acquired them when they bought 20th Century Fox. I had not heard of them until the movies even came out. And don't worry. Uh, you should check them out, but don't worry if you're too afraid that the movies will have a consistent cast or uh, <laughs> continuing storylines. Right. I was very There's absolutely no continuity, so you can just drop in at any point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank God. All of my anxiety has been assuaged. <laughs> I'm going to walk out of this episode right now and turn on Diary. <laughs> you might really like it if, like, you're into all of this, like, multi-universe theory stuff. I think that's really the only way those movies 
function as a uh, <laughs> grouping is if they all take place yeah. in a slightly different reality. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. We can Kid talk is about it. whether or not it's like a first, second, or third level <laughs> multiverse and stuff like that. Diary of a Wimpy Kid is actually the the true start of the MCU's use of the multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to bring them all into the fold in the next Spider-Man movie. <laughs> I, was, I have a question for Jake. How yeah. fucking dare you set something in Texas in the Utah with Utah Canyons. I can't uh, believe the How gall. Dare you? <laughs> the absolute I audacity. We're removing the we're moving the setting. They're taking the mountains down and they're putting up an Alamo for God. Facade, if you will. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so there'll be an Alamo facade. I'm going to answer my question. I'm sorry it was so aggressive. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I guess I had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eric, I have a question for you. I'm yeah. assuming this, the answer is yes, but I wanted to make sure. Will your ride be featuring the songs and music from The Edge and Bono? Absolutely. Uh, it will be mostly the, the finale, um, which if you've never listened to it, is I have not. Very bad. Okay. Wait, is it not going to be a freak like me, it. famously performed on the Letterman show? Yeah. Uh, the full name of that song is "A Freak Like Me Needs Company." Ah. Um, oh. Also, my favorite name of any of the songs off of that soundtrack is just "Spider Man!" Exclamation point. Um, All right. Is. <laughs> Are you going to include Spider-Man's rogues gallery, uh, like the villains featured in the uh, musical Hive, the character who's a Nazi made of bees, or uh, (laughs) Swiss Miss, the original character to the musical? Because there weren't any other Spider-Man villains, apparently, so they had to make one up. I imagine, so I imagine the lift goes through in a very dizzying, uncomfortable fashion. Almost all of the Spider-Man rogues gallery, <laughs> so that it is so Ooh. exhausted by the time you get out and go down, you're like, yeah, okay, fuck it, fine, this giant spider lady needs shoes, I don't even care anymore. We've but, seen everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Which is how I imagine the only way that they envision this musical working is just by making Act 1 such a clusterfuck <laughs> that by the time that 2 came around, people are just like, yeah, my belief is suspended. Let's go. <laughs> now, Eric, and, I have a question for yeah. you as well. Uh, we know yeah. Julie Tamar has uh, passed with Disney. Will oh, you be getting yeah. her on board with any... This is something that I wanted to discuss with you guys if it came time because I was thinking Toby Maguire, but I also love the idea of Julie Taymor, <laughs> her very calming voice, <laughs> being like, This is Julie Taymor, director of the Lion King musical and across the universe, as we take you down my ultimate vision that never got. I like it <laughs> being Julie Taymor because I, I demand she explain what the fuck she was thinking with that play and why no one involved in the creative process had ever read a Spider-Man comic. <laughs> the main fault of the Spider-Man uh, musical failure lies almost strictly on Bono and the edge uh, as they're like, Hey guys, 
we did this thing and they are so famous and have so much money that nobody told them no at any point <laughs> until <laughs> until people died. <laughs> and then they're like, we can't do this anymore. Oh my God, this is the bleakest episode of this fucking podcast ever. We have Army Hammer, the serial abuser cannibal, and then we have people legitimately dying in both the Alamo and, <laughs> and Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure we could find a way to turn Diary of a Wimpy Kid into just the most <laughs> macabre thing in the world. I think Roderick would appreciate that. So, Brock, question, how racist is your ride? Um, as equally racist to the movie. Um, so, uh, and <laughs> I just need to... I need to represent <laughs> the movie. <laughs> I wish uh, the wish the world could see Eric's facial expression when Brock said that. Uh, uh, considering Quentin Tarantino described their <laughs> depiction of minorities and uh, Native Americans as a bit much, <laughs> um, a bit insensitive, wow. uh, and that's Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> um, wow. So I, I think. <laughs> the world needs to understand what happened in 2013. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> was it? <laughs> it was. It was pre-COVID. <laughs> Anything goes. <laughs> a follow-up question for Brock. Um, you mentioned that you're going to slow the ride down to be like, what did you say, three hours long Two or and something? A half. Jake, don't get ridiculous. Okay. Here. But So does that mean you're going to be doing just a book report ride? We're literally just riding past the movie? <laughs> or is there going to be more to it than uh, this? So the, uh, I'm thinking the first two hours and 15 minutes are that. And then the final 15 mil- minutes, we get to the climax of the of the movie, which was a wild, crazy train ride. And that's going to be Big Thunder Mountain exactly as is. Uh, so we're just going to add a two-hour uh, track to the front of Big Th- Thunder Mountain. See, I, th- I think what we could do is, you know that oh, beginning of the ride where you go through, like, the tunnel and there's, like, bats and stuff? Yeah. Slow that down to take two and a half hours to get through yeah, that section yeah. yes. and just have the yeah. movie playing on a screen. <laughs> two hours and fifteen Perfect. minutes to the top. So, of so the you're left. moving you're moving like yeah, half the, a mile an hour. Yeah. I, I Oh less than that. I understand yeah, like, having the movie like play. Two but inches per hour. I Thank think you. we really need to see the uh the animatronics of uh of, you know, Butch Cavendish eating his brother's heart. Well, those will and be there, too. Those while wacky, the movie silly playing. hijinks, uh, that horse Silver, <laughs> who, like, came out of Looney Tunes, and then it cuts directly from that to slaughtering uh, women and children. Uh, you know, the fun tonal nice. inconsistencies that were the Lone Ranger. That's On that note. <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> let's get to voting. Okay. This is... Not even going to be a fun vote. (laughs) (laughs) We're basically just picking the lesser of evils here. (laughs) Tanner. You guys all made this very hard by making these all so fucking terrible. Uh, As Brock kind of said earlier, like he usually votes for what he wants to talk about the most. And while I applaud both Jake and Brock for doing the most awful things I can imagine. Spider-Man the musical has a special place in my heart, and I love how horribly themed it would fit into (laughs) the land, so let's try to make that work. That's my vote. (laughs) Nice. All right, it's my turn to vote. 
Uh, boys, this is a rough one. Um, they all have their merits. Uh, Do they? they all... <laughs> Do they? <laughs> As bad ideas, yes. As bad ideas, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, for similar reasons, uh, because it, uh, I mean, it's more Wild West than mine. But it is also less Wild West than the Alamo or the Lone Ranger. <laughs> I, am, I am going to, to vote for Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, God. <laughs> also, because I know nothing about it and I'm excited to Wikipedia and just like throw out names, be like, what if this guy was in it? <laughs> And that's, you know what, that's what happens when podcast record days intersect <laughs> with lack of sleep and not seeing you guys for a couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Rock, you're up next. All right. I, uh, I got to go with my heart on this one. Um, I, I just got to go with the Alamo. Little six-year-old Brock uh, has <laughs> nothing else he wants to talk about. <laughs> So might as well live it. <laughs> well, and I, I, this this has been the one I was going to vote for from the beginning. Um, I the Spider Man idea sounds amazing, and I know you guys are all really into it. But I have literally nothing to add. I don't know anything about it other than things Brock has told me. So if because I'm not a theater person like you guys are, I know it's like a bad theater thing, but I just feel like theater people know more about it than I do for that reason. So I can't vote for that because I'll just have to sit here in silence. <laughs> but I was going to vote for Lone Ranger, <laughs> and I still am voting right. for Lone Ranger. Cool. So we go to D four, and whoever it lands on has to change their. Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to change their vote. Just, okay. Uh, all right, Jake. I gotta change my vote. You gotta change your vote. Right, so the Alamo cannot win now. <laughs> Neither oh, can Lone Ranger, God. thank God. <laughs> I was I I had exhausted all my material on Dude, that movie. Brock, I loved your pitch, but I had no more material for it because I've never watched it. <laughs> then like and I was like, I really don't want to have to do another half hour on Army Hammer. <laughs> I uh I saw it in theaters and vowed to never see it again. So <laughs> Yeah, I never saw it either, but I know enough about it that I can get by. So now I get to pick between the two that have absolutely nothing to do with Frontierland. So that's awesome. I could be but in the based Frontierland. On, based on the fact that Tanner kind of made it fit in the Frontierland and based on what I already said about Spider-Man. I'm sorry, Eric, but I'm voting for Diary of a Wimpy Kid. What does daddy got to do to win an episode around here? <laughs> get good. <laughs> uh, you guys ready for the most exciting part? I haven't seen these movies yeah. in so long. I remember nothing besides the names. I've I never up. seen the movies. I've never seen. The I movies. read the books. I've seen the first I read the books one. when I was young, and I enjoyed them. I thought they were cute, but I never bothered to see the movies. <laughs> this is gonna be the worst episode of the so, podcast ever. I think it already is. <laughs> yeah. How do you guys define worse? <laughs> Least listenable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tanner, start us off, man. How does what what does it look like? All right, so like I said, if the whole theme is that we're gonna be uh, 
on a road trip, right? Yeah. So we need to start with our cue line for that. I am picturing that as being just like the family. We're at their house and uh, we're going to go from their house and we're going to see just like quick glimpses of scenes as we get to our canyon part of our adventure. So we're going to see them packing up luggage, doing all sorts of things like that, you know? <laughs> we can have uh, okay. we can have Greg's <laughs> friends around. We can have Zooey Mama, Rowley's there, and uh, Fregley, the weird kid from school. who. <laughs> <laughs> and Greg is really nervous about leaving for this trip because he still has the cheese touch, which was a plot point in one of these books, apparently, where he touched some nasty <laughs> cheese. <Yeah>. So he doesn't <laughs> – he's vaguely looking – I vaguely remember that. So that's what Greg's plan is to do during the ride is he needs to find somebody far away in the canyon to touch with a t- cheese touch to get that gone from his school that All he right. goes to. So we set up the uh, – so we set wow. up basically what these characters are going to be trying to do in our queue line. Roderick is planning on spray painting and plastering the canyons with signs for his band loaded diaper. Of course. <laughs> Greg's <laughs> looking for a victim with Rowley who is being very careful not to touch Greg. And then we load okay. up. So I have I have a complete retheme in mind <laughs> where this is just the loaded diaper tour van. Ooh. And we're going on yeah. tour with loaded <laughs> You know what? Honestly, Roderick's the only character in this movie that fucking matters. So, yeah, let's go. We're the loaded diaper tour van, and they're driving through. Oh, my through. God. <laughs> through the canyon. Yeah. It's the, and it's the, they're in the southwest United States yep. part of the tour. Yeah. There, yeah, no, that that's fine. I, I get it. That's Dude, a better way of so, doing this family trip. Why are you so hurt? Who hurt you? <laughs> was it me? And I'm sorry. Who who was that question directed at? Jake. I'm not hurt. I just I don't I just don't know how to add to this discussion. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Wake me up when we get to the lightning round. Jake, you know a ton of bands. What kind of things would a band be doing to get ready for the how tour? How the fuck do you think I felt during the Herbie episode? <laughs> <laughs> the difference is that was a good movie and a good ride. <laughs> it was a good ride. <laughs> you haven't seen the movie. No. But so I'm then just you saying, can't say that it's. <laughs> I'm just saying, you Gabberts always bring up a lot of shit that I don't know what to talk about. I was once told. But we outnumber you. <laughs> It's so no. It's you saying stuff like that that makes me want to make fun of you all the time. Oh yeah, because none of you say stuff like that. Nope. (laughs) All right. Yep. So we're in the queue. Maybe the queue is like now like a venue that Loaded Diaper is finishing playing up at. So like it's just really grimy looking. (laughs) Do we have to help them load their gear? Yeah. I just okay. <laughs> so in the, in the in the world of the ride in the canon of the ride, loaded diaper has become successful. No, it's a shitty tour. Okay, yeah. so that's why they have to take the van. I yeah. don't think they're actually like I. I like to think that Roderick has decided like they're not actually booked at these venues. They're just going to drive to random venues yeah. and just like get their instruments and just mm-hmm. like try to play. That okay. That <laughs> yeah. is what I was yeah. going to say. Suggest yeah. next. <laughs> And it is, I don't view this ride as like a, a journey towards success either. No. No, oh, no, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> that would be terrible. 
yeah, so in the queue line, you're helping load up luggage. We replace all the game, like, things that were there that were interactive with, like, spots where you have to, like, pick up mic stands and carry <laughs> carry things around. So we're their roadies. Yeah. All right. Wait around until fucking three in the morning so you can get your fucking paycheck. Yeah. God. This is... This is um, a low rent rock and roller coaster. Is what we're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a good end. And it's playing Spider Man from Spider Man the Musical <laughs> instead of like an Aerosmith song. <laughs> I'm kidding. Obviously, that would. Yeah. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah, that would ruin the theming of this, Eric. <laughs> That's just too far. <laughs> yeah, no, it's playing songs like uh, yeah. trying to what find some of them. in the loaded diaper discography? I'm, I'm looking yeah, that up as we speak. Uh, I'm sure they've got to have. They're song playing titles. "Exploded Diaper," the song performed by Loaded Diaper in the talent show at the end of the movie Roderick Rules, or "Diaper Over Overload," or "Devil's <laughs> Diaper." <laughs> Ooh, I like to think you get a different <laughs> song every time you go. It's a little Ooh, that's like that's fun. Oh yeah, you know, like rock, yeah, like rock go. and roll. Like the, uh, you get a different loaded diaper yeah, song. Yeah, like the Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> yeah. ride. Yeah, yeah, nice. That'll really bring people into the experience. The one really more make than it once. feel customized. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So and they like, can experience every song. I think the Q line should be really like. Uh, like there should be like a lot of like smoke and stuff, and like it should smell like gasoline from like a gas station. Like, just like, yeah. yeah, and like, ooh, that could be one of the games is you have to fill up the van <laughs> and like pay. <laughs> it's like a pay interaction. Yeah, but you have thing. to like, you have to run, first you have to collect cans <laughs> yeah. and then return the cans so you can make yeah. like 70 cents that you can put into the gas tank yeah. Yeah. and that'll get you a few miles down the road. <laughs> yeah, that gets you to the next gas place. <laughs> and if you don't put enough gas in the bus beforehand, then it breaks down in the middle of the ride and you have to get yeah. out and push it the rest yeah. of the way yeah. <laughs> while Roderick berates you. <laughs> See, Jake, now you got the hang of it. Yeah. yeah. We just had to cue in on something Jake could really wrap his heart around. Good idea, Eric. Uh, this being the loaded diaper tour is way better. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we're going through the roller coaster. It's like there's stuff, there's things on the side, like the van's broken down and like we're watching them fix the van and put gas in the van until we finally get to a venue, which we'll say is in Salt Lake City, right? That's close to Big Thunder. Yeah, that's a good place. Sure. That loaded Diaper, I'm sure, would want to play. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. They didn't do the research the before they Salt went. Lake City. <laughs> you, you go to the right parts of Salt Lake City, and it is a banging. But... <laughs> <laughs> the seedy underbelly of Salt Lake City. The seedy underbelly of Salt Lake, which is really not seedy or particularly an underbelly. <laughs> but it sure closes at 11 and the alcohol's 2%, so there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, but that's like the only city in Utah that I can name off the top of my head. Uh, so they end up out of a venue. Then they're okay. trying to play... What happens next? What's our what's? I feel like would that be like as we're exiting the ride, we see them like trying to load in at a venue, and maybe security is like stopping them 
Like, who the fuck are you? And we just kind of. So I think by. getting to the venue is the end of the ride. Yeah. And yeah. then we Much have like, like a small little post show as we're leaving. Like, you know. Yeah, because I think we want to see things like, like you said, the van breaks down. And also, I like. Let's get Roderick up there spray painting on one of these uh, beautiful yeah, statues overlooks, loaded diaper and red spray paint. All yes. there. <laughs> and like they're throwing yeah. like cans and stuff out of their van. So like all throughout the ride, like on the sides, there's just like garbage <laughs> and like fast food wrappers and stuff on the sides of it now. Like yeah. that's part of the decor. Now f- lose like all of the beloved things like the go. Instead, you just have like a, a whopper. <laughs> like half yeah. a whopper thrown out and pop cans. Kind of, kind of like on fucking Expedition Everest, where all those jackasses throw all their shit on the sides of the track and totally ruin the fucking theming. Yeah, except for here, we encourage guests to throw here it's shit intentional. out. Yeah, and we're yeah. like, yeah, throw your stuff out. It doesn't matter. Do it here instead of there. <laughs> I just want the audience to know we're recording this on Earth Day. That yeah, that's true. Actually, believe in throwing out trash. All trash. On the loaded diaper experience is fully recyclable. Yeah. Yes. Biodegradable. And when I was like, talking about the Expedition like Everest thing, that seriously does piss me the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's terrible. So. It's awful. Moving on, I have a question. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm angry. <laughs> I have a question that I'd like to pose to the group is what version of Roderick are we doing? Are we trying to base it off the illustrations from the books or are we trying to yeah, base it off? I think of the animatronic should be the little drawings. From I the think books. so too. Uh, <laughs> the cartoon. I don't think that the, uh, the movie actors really sell it well enough. So I think if we can try to do everything in the style of Greg Heffley's personal illustrations, I think that'll, that'll work. I would like to, I would like them too to look uh, like they were drawn on lined paper. So like they're completely white and they have the light blue lines going through them. (laughs) Can they be 2D people living in a 3D world? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? So then they're just having an existential crisis on top of all of this. (laughs) Yeah. But we don't figure that out until after the queue. (laughs) Right. So like the exit is then being denied the show. And then like two scenes, like you go through two scene rooms, one of them being sad about not getting in the show and then the next one's be like, wait a minute. <laughs> we, are we are we two dimensional? <laughs> this is Roderick Stoner drummer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. So the ride vehicle would be the van, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's just assume. Let's pretend. I'm, I'm sure this isn't true, but let's pretend that the majority of our audience has not seen this movie. <laughs> Tanner, can you describe the tour van to them so they know what we're talking about? Because obviously they've all actually seen it, but just in case, let's. I mean, let's obviously they've all the seen it. Who could right. ever forget that uh, white? van that looks perfect for kidnapping with the words loaded diaper uh <laughs> painted on the side of it and you know how we spell loaded diaper of course l o d e d d i p e r and doesn't the o have an umlaut over it yes it yes, does yes it does okay <laughs> all right <laughs> so of course we know how loaded diaper is spelled It'd be ridiculous. I was really hoping it was going to be D-Y. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Because that's that shit's metal, dude. And if we're going on a metal bus, <laughs> it'd have been way more metal if that was that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what Let's else go. do we have in this ride? Do we need anything? Yeah, else? I was gonna we say. Line. <laughs> yeah, we have so Brock, the story. We have the exit. Yeah, and I mean it goes Brock, pretty why don't you fast. Do a so summary a couple cool scenes is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we start. We start in the loading area, uh, which is a grimy sort of place where uh, you, during the queue, act as roadies uh, stowing things that you find. we get into the tour van. Don't forget that we have to physically pay actual money to load the gas. Yeah. From collecting cans. Yeah. From collecting yeah. cans. Uh, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> How foolish of me. <laughs> we get into the tour van. Uh, we drive through the scenic mountains of Utah, which are in the process of being destroyed by the members of Loaded Diaper. Uh, They're just promoting their yeah. band. It's okay. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Um, and eventually we arrive at the venue. Uh, when we get off the ride, we are treated to an animatronic show of the members of Loaded Diaper being denied at the venue and one of them having an existential crisis. <laughs> Maybe instead of they're trying to get into the venue, their big tour is that they're busking in front of these venues. Yeah. Uh, Actually, yeah. that's better. Yeah, that is better. That's their big tour. Like, oh, yeah, that we played be- Madison Square Garden. And they're just, like, yeah. in front of it. Just like- yeah. <laughs> that could be a nice tie into the rock and roller coaster. They're always opening for Aerosmith. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Be like, we open for Aerosmith, guys. It's just people walking in line. And they're like... <laughs> Playing exploded diaper. I honestly, it works, but I don't think any of the members of Loaded Diaper would know who Aerosmith was. You guys want to know why I voted for Titters in the first place? It was the image of Loaded Diaper getting sprayed on the canyon. And that was just something I wanted wanted to explore. I agree. And I think we found the heart of that. I think we really did. I think so, too. I think Tony (laughs) Baxter would be proud to have Loaded Diaper spray-painted on there. (laughs) After the edit, this episode's going to be like 10 minutes long. Good. I'm not editing this one. (laughs) I'm just putting it out as is. (laughs) I mean, legitimately, it has gone on actually for like 50 minutes, so I don't think it'll be 10 minutes long. (laughs) Yeah. Really? But on on that note, Tanner, uh, are you thrilled about this ride? You know. (laughs) How do you feel? (laughs) I, I came in with an idea to tell a story about a family going on a road trip and we did so much more than that. We cut away all the excess fat that I had, and we came up with a ride that families will go on and have real memories for years to come as they join Roderick, their favorite character now in Disney parks. I'm sure this will lead to a Roderick Land expansion over oh, the sure. rest of Frontierland, which will just be beautiful. Forget the Country Bears. We now have Loaded Diaper playing where yeah. the Country Bears used to play. It'll just be amazing. Also, though, I <laughs> Loaded think... Loaded Diaper <laughs> Hall. <laughs> I am worried, no, though, that this doesn't offer Bear. enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. They would play in front of Country Bear Hall. <laughs> I do think Did we should attach a restaurant to this ride uh, that is just a gas station that serves, like, Gas station nachos. 
<laughs> Gas station nachos and sushi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, congratulations, Tanner. I'm I'm sure you're proud. Uh, I, I know am. I feel proud for you. <laughs> I had a fucking blast. I don't know what you guys were talking about. I loved it. I loved every minute of this. <laughs> no, it's it's fun every now and then to uh, not have good ideas. Speaking of not having good ideas, it's time for the lightning round. <laughs> ah, lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's roll that wheel. Click a click spin click the wheel. Ooh, that's the sound that the wheel makes. Okay, today we are doing a flat ride. Flat ride being kind of like your carnival ride. You've got your scrambler, Ferris wheel, etc. Something of something that can be flat on the ground. And it is themed after a Disney classic. I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast yet. Pinocchio. We need a Pinocchio flat ride. Don't all sound so excited about it. <laughs> I'm just thinking because that's kind of cool. I like it. Uh, T, you're up first. This is going to be a ride where we race around Pleasure Island uh, in uh, go-karts. So we're just going to do like a mini quick go-kart trek where we're riding around on old-timey looking go-karts as we see uh, different little boys turning into goats and or fucking donkeys around donkeys. us. And it's just, <laughs> we're trying to avoid being turned into donkeys ourselves, which is why we have to win. And the kids that uh, get uh, last place uh, are told, you would have been turned into a donkey if this was a real situation. The end. <laughs> <laughs> and always let your conscience be your guide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving my better Pinocchio ride for another day. Yeah, an upcoming episode. That's right. I remember that now. That's right. Dirt. What? Is your dirt? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So for my ride, you're going to have two people. So you're partnered off and one person is going to get strapped into the harness, which will be strapped to their wrists and their ankles. And the other person will stand at the controls and control them like a giant marionette and will make them dance around to the classic <laughs> got no strings to hold me down to make me laugh or make me frown. And then you can switch off if you want. And it would be especially great for single riders who ride and have to be controlled by a small child that they don't know. It'll be a good time. <laughs> or control a small child they don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's my bitch. <laughs> the marionette experience. All right. Oh, it's Brock. So mine is a Gravitron-style ride. Uh, it is the Blue Fairy's Magic. Yes, it's very disconcerting uh, and discombobulating when one is transformed from a puppet into a real boy so upsetting that it might make you vomit so the point of this ride is to spin you around and around and around until you vomit like magic while the blue fairy is telling you wow you're gonna be a real boy soon until you no longer have a concept of what is real and what is fake and maybe you were a puppet all along oh yeah, this episode has changed people, man. <laughs> you took my strings idea, so... What? That's Bullshit. the one that, that got stolen? Literal marionette control? No, I was just going to do yeah. something with the concept, but now it'd be too similar. 
<laughs> so obviously my next natural conclusion. I have no room to that? judge anyone. This is the first time I felt like my idea might just not be dark enough for the room. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, my pitch is uh, bumper cars where uh, all of the bumper cars are Pinocchio's head. And the goal is to lie as much as possible because the more you lie, the more you get like a stick out nose to whack other bumper cars and take advantage of the situation and win. It is scored. There are points. Winning is important. That is my okay. Pitch. Nice, nicely done. I think Way I can safely the lying. say this is the worst lightning round ever. I don't know. I'm pretty happy with mine. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm not totally against mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We've had some pretty bad lightning. We have. We really <laughs> like, have. Like the bar is very low, and while I don't think we cleared it by a ton, I think we we may have cleared it just a bit, just enough. <laughs> <laughs> and really, that's all this episode was about: is clearing that bar, clearing like, the just bar enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just enough to call it an episode. <laughs> All right, Brock, take us out of here. <laughs> All right. Uh, get out of that bathtub, Jake. It's time to tell everyone about our Facebook. Why do you always have to pick the ones that people are not going to immediately get? <laughs> it's a... I'm doing this on the fly, man. I thought it was people all right. People are going to know what that reference means. That wasn't Fine. actually that bad. I thought so, too. <laughs> I have to defend Brock this one time <laughs> in that it had been referenced earlier in the episode. So I think it was fair game. We didn't. We referenced it before the episode. There, okay. So everyone at home, there's an animatronic in a bathtub on the friggin' ride. Are you all what happy ride? now? What ride, Brock? At Eric's ride? At the Braille Road. Oh, okay. Thank you. Facebook.com slash Main Street Musings. Choo, choo, choo. A train's a coming right toward our Instagram, Tanner. See, I get that one. <laughs> main <laughs> underscore street <laughs> underscore musings. Oh, no, Eric. This mine looks like it's about to cave in right on top of our Twitter. That was a good one. At MSM underscore podcast. And I'm Brock. Everyone make sure to leave us a five-star review. Rate us positively, please. And tell your friends. Don't necessarily base your rating on this episode. Give us five loaded diapers. (laughs) (laughs) I was was good. I think this was my best outro. (laughs) Honestly, compared to what most of them have been, I have to agree. (laughs) Thank you. Like when he said something about celery. (laughs) 